You are listening to Night Dog, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for being with us. Really, really do appreciate it. Today, there were protests in Rivoli after five dead bodies of illegal miners were discovered in the community. This is not the first of this, and this is not an isolated incident. It is a common occurrence. It has become the lived reality of the people of Rivoli, where they live amongst insecurity and threats posed by illegal miners. It's not a new thing. It didn't pop up yesterday for the first time. It's been an on going conversation. This could have been prevented with better policing, but that seemingly has not been the case. Brigadier Athlinda Mate, who's the national spokesperson for the South African Police Services, is with us. Brigadier Mate, it it feels a little too late. Uh, It feels that SAPS is being incredibly reactive by only wanting to deal with the matter now. Uh, Yet, and we don't quite know if they are dealing with the matter. We know that there's a promise to deal with the matter. Why only now, given that the members of the community of Rivoli have been complaining about illegal miners and the security risk that comes with it for many, many years? Well, a very good evening and thank you for the opportunity. We are not only responding now. When we conduct our targeted operations in areas such as Rivoli, the media is not there to capture that. They will only respond when there is trouble. So we have been in the area for quite some time. We do. We did conduct the Okaimula operations, which are which are our high density operations previously in the area. So we are not starting today to go back to the area of Rivoli. What we are saying is that yes, we we did have deployments in that area. We did have targeted operations, but clearly it is saying to us that we need to to raise the bar. We need to improve and enhance our deployments in that area to be able uh, to respond to what we are seeing. Perhaps let's do this because data matters. The targeted responses and interventions that have been executed by SAPS in Rivoli, give us date, times and, 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 and specifics about when what was done across how long. So, well, the Houghton Provincial Commissioner would have that particular information. For now, it is the first time. No, but so should you. You're the spokesperson. We have... Well, I'm not the Houghton spokesperson. Houghton has their own spokesperson. As a national spokesperson, I would have information on the ministerial and the national interventions. So it will be the first time that we do have national intervention in that particular area, Uh, just like other areas um, like um, in, in Houghton, like your El Dorado Park and other areas where we do have national operations. Mm. So all you have right now is simply to say that there has been interventions. You don't quite know the specifics of it. Well, all I can say is that um, for the past year, we have had, we've seen the establishment of the economic infrastructure task teams across the country, across 20 districts. Uh, these particular task teams are um, uh, uh, they, they are, their responsibility is to prevent and combat illegal mining, um, amongst other things. And for the past year, we have seen 1,199 illegal miners arrested. We've seen a few items um, arrested, a number of items actually, such as your TLBs, vehicles, trucks. Um, we've also seen 9,991 rounds of ammunition seized from those operations. So as the SAPs, we are not only responding now. We have 
uh, we are conducting um, continuous operations in hotspot areas. Yeah. And, and if that has been what has been done and it hasn't been working, simply saying we need to ramp it up doesn't seemingly deal with the structural issues of it. What then will be the necessary interventions that will be done from a national level to deal with uh, the, the, the illegal mining and the security crisis stemming out of it in uh, Rivoli? Okay, so the situation at hand, and not only Rivoli, it is telling us that um, we need to enhance our efforts. Um, we need to collaborate more, um, either with the private security or even engage uh, uh, preferably the SNDF. So that is a talk um, that we will have, obviously, at a uh, uh, those are talks that are happening behind closed doors. But it also um, says to us that we need to go back uh, to the drawing board and um, look at having permanent specialized units um, in those uh, particular areas until um, this uh, the situation has been stabilized and it has been normalized. And we ensure that um, we apprehend yeah. illegal miners and we put a stop to um, illegal operations in those uh, particular um, areas. When you say specialized units, uh, what does that mean in practice? So when we talk about the specialized units, um, we talk to units in the SAPS that respond to medium to high risk incidents. You will recall that we have the local stations. The local stations will be responsible for your your crime prevention. Uh, but assessing um, the situation at hand, um, it is medium to high risk. So we need specialized units. Um, such as your tactical response teams, your national intervention unit, even even go as far as your special task force unit that respond to high-risk incidents. Like I've indicated, we have heard the cries of the community. Today we were there with the minister uh, where we were engaging um, with the communities, and we have heard that cries, and we, we are saying um, we are going to enhance Can I ask response. that, uh, to, to that, describe to me what you understand the cries of the community to be. But the cries of the community is saying um, um, there is rampant, um, you know, these operations of these um, uh, illegal miners are rampant in the area and there needs to be heightened police visibility and there needs to be, we need to strengthen our crime combating efforts in that particular area. But we, we also did um, engage and explain to the community to say it is not the sole responsibility of the police alone. It's a collective effort, and that's why other government departments as well need to come on board and play their part, particularly the Department of Minerals Resources. They need to also come in and close those mine shafts so that we don't, we don't see the opportunities for these um, illegal mi- uh, miners to continue uh, to conduct their operations. Me listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. I'm in conversation with Brigadier Athlinda Mate, who is the special spokesperson uh, for the South African Police Services. We are covering uh, the protests that had broken out in Rivoli today in response to the five dead bodies of illegal miners that were discovered in the community. Of course, this happens not in isolation. There has been ongoing over the last months, couple of years, in fact, uh, a security crisis and threat. Uh, to the community members of Rivoli uh, pertaining to illegal mining. And today was the first time we saw a national intervention or a national response by the Minister of Police to those uh, to the plight of the community of Rivoli. If you are from the community or a similar type of community facing similar threats, I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call, 86 I'm going to 
let's take this straight to the lines. Let's go to the lines. Irene uh, from Rivoli. Ooh, Irene, I need you to switch off your radio there. Good evening. Welcome to Night Talk. Uh, you've been a regular caller on this. I'm certain you've got a lot of, of, of questions and comments. Um, yes. Good evening, Oliver. Good evening. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. So this is now culmination uh, the weekend of last uh, of last Tuesday, last Tuesday evening, early in the evening, about six o'clock, again as usual, there was a big uh, war zone again carrying on here in um, Horseshoe. Well, the Rivoli Extension too is actually known as Horseshoe, and. Yeah. We have all the mines around here. And on that particular night, um, another guy by the name of Ernest Mangena was shot through the head. He's one of our residents. He was and, shot by um, who? Well, we don't know. That was a, a shootout between police and uh, the Zamazamas. Yeah. And so what happened, this guy, uh, Ernest, came to visit his girlfriend. They from Mpopo. They were visiting in Johannesburg came to visit his girlfriend. They were coming from church. And as they were passing, going back, walking from church, because it was just about uh, two minutes, uh, like not 15 minutes walk from the church to where they were staying. Yeah. These were Zamazamas, and the police were having a shootout, and a stray bullet hit uh, Ernest. Uh, he was shot through his head. My goodness. And we had to rush him to hospital, and he died at Paraguana Hospital. My goodness. Oh. Yes. So, because of that, and that terrible shootout that night, the Wednesday, we called an urgent meeting at the AFM mm -hmm. church here in Ravali. Yeah. And it was all the people from Horseshoe, from Zamampilo, and people from Ravali proper. We all got together to come and discuss this matter because we had enough, because we've been speaking enough. We had calling people. Nobody took any notice. And the fighting continues every night, the shooting amongst themselves. Mm, mm. So, uh, yeah. So we thought that we're going to discuss about um, Ernest's death. In the meantime, a lot of people came along and came and say how their houses now are being penetrated with bullets, windows are broken, people uh, almost get shot, and then we heard another woman got shot as well mm. Mm. on that Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, j so, just very quickly, so, uh, Irene. Okay, I'm going to come back. Yeah. Sorry. Just so very. Back to the weekend. Just just very quickly, we are pressed for time. I unfortunately, cannot iron out all the details of that. Yes, but I yes. do want to ask you this. Uh, as we've been told by uh, Ethlinda Mate, the, the, the spokesperson, Brigadier Mate, is that special a special force or uh, technical units will be deployed to the community of Rivoli. Uh, these are highly specialized uh, uh, forces dealing, for instance, in, 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 in heightened insecurity uh, and, 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 and crimes of that nature. Do you think that's a satisfactory intervention? Well, let me just tell you what happened the weekend. Because this, uh, after this meeting we had on Wednesday, this Friday, I mean Saturday, it was a all-out full shooting of shoot uh, people and uh, zamazamas amongst themselves, running between our houses, up our driveways, and uh, uh, you know, and shooting at each other. It's not five people that were uh, shot dead; it was twenty. Wow. And people's bodies were lying all over this morning. We still found another body lying down the road as we were going down to close the road. Mm -hmm. So they keep saying five, five, five. It was not such a thing. What happens is that these Amazamas, they walk around with big blankets. 
And when one of their, their mates fall or gets shot, they take him, put him on his back and rush him on, um, under the blanket and take them to a kumbi. That's mm. there, waiting that they, that they came with. So all in all, eight bodies were found already on, sat- on Saturday night. So it's not five bodies. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and it's very difficult to get hold of the press. It's very difficult when these things are happening to call any radio station because if they, they don't pick up either that or, they, you know, and um, the police, the one or triple one, they, they, they don't answer. And um, when you do dial on your cell phone, they tell you the, they put you in a queuing system. Yeah. But in the because meantime, the shooting is going on. I can even send you uh, recordings of the shootings. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to leave it there for now, Irene. I thank you so much for your call. I really, really do appreciate it. Irene calling us yeah, there from Rivoli. I do have to take a number of other camp. calls, uh, Irene. Yeah, understand. We've got this camp called Zamapilo, which needs to go because they, they, they're there. They live there and they move around. Is there. this an the informal squatter in camp? Yes. In Zamapilo, the, the few South Africans staying in the camp are terrified of them. Yeah. Because they are all there. 95% is them. Undocumented people living there. So they need to go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Irene. I really do appreciate your call. Irene calling us from Rivoli Extension 2. Um, I want to ask you this question, Brigadier. Does SAPS have the capacity to deal with uh, illegal minors uh, and the organized syndicate crime that comes associated with that, not just in the context of Rivoli, but uh, contextually nationally, because Rivoli is, of course, not the only uh, uh, neighborhood and, and, and area that faces this problem. Is there a, a capacity problem in SAPS when it comes to illegal minors? Okay, you will recall that um, as SAPS, we are not working in silos. We work and operate in with integrated multidisciplinary operations, meaning we call various stakeholders. At times, we can call in the SANDF to assist us. We work with private security. We work with key stakeholders in the fight against crime. So yes, um, we have considered in the past that we need more boots on the ground so that we are able to ensure that more communities uh, feel safe. You will recall that last year, uh, we were able to... Um, uh, recruit, train, and deploy 10,000 police officers to various police stations. As we speak at the current moment, we've got 8,600 um, uh, youth that are training to be police officers. On Sunday, we are going to be advertising another 10,000. So we are trying our level best uh, to ensure that um, we recruit more police officers to better service um, yeah. uh, communities um, in, 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 in the in the country, but like I've indicated, with uh, the little uh, resources um, that we have and the capacity, we are trying our utmost uh, level best to ensure that we prevent and combat such incidents. I did indicate earlier that um, we have in the past yeah. year arrested, you know, 1,199. Um, Can you give us a breakdown <laughs> of that uh, 1,190 plus uh, illegal minors that have been arrested uh, across which parts of the country um, and a concentration of which areas are the most vulnerable and where those are, most of those arrests have taken place? Can you give us a breakdown of that? So, um, well, with the breakdown, I can identify the hotspot provinces, um, the provinces that we have identified. Um, first being housing. Uh, we have uh, the Free State, we have Mpumalanga, 
as well where it's problematic when it comes to um, the operations of these illegal miners. Northwest also is, is giving us, um, obviously, a, a challenge in terms of illegal mining. But what we have also found is that with these 1,199 of those arrested, the majority of them were certain nationals from Lesotho, and that's why we saw the Minister of Police lead a delegation to Lesotho to meet with his counterpart to um, discuss the issue of Basoto nationals actually uh, taking a lead yeah. in, 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 in terms of um, them being behind this illegal mining. So that particular meeting did take place earlier this year to say Lesotho also needs to step up um, uh, their efforts. We need to strengthen the working relations to ensure that um, these Basoto nationals do not come into the country and... Um, get involved in such operations. So some of the nationalities as well, we had um, amongst those arrested, 124 of them were Zimbabweans. Um, we also had 79 Mozambicans, and some of them, actually 100 of them, um, were South Africans. Yeah, yeah. Let's take one or two more calls uh, from, from uh, listeners calling in on this matter. Uh, let's speak to Peter out in Rustenburg. Peter, good, uh, good morning, good evening. Yeah, evening, sir. How are you? I'm fantastic. Very briefly, Peter, go right ahead. Yeah, no, I'm I'm highly flabbergasted, honestly speaking. Uh, I I I I just want to ask the the lady over there, why are they allowing lawlessness in this country? Because the last time when there was law in this country was 2010, uh, 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 by the time of World Cup. But since then, people are dying in this country. They've turned this country into a slaughterhouse of um, Africa, where we were, we were actually flabbergasted. That lady must know, we as the citizens, we are going to mobilize, and we are not going to listen to to, to anyone. We are going to confront all these criminals head to, to head, and we don't want to take anything from police. And the police must stop crime. We must stop being involved in crime. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Peter calling us there from Rustenburg. Uh, Anonymous in Soweto. Anonymous, go ahead. How are you, my brother? I'm fantastic. Go ahead, sir. Um, but the only thing that we can do now to, to fight this, you know, um, there has to be joint forces between the various departments so that we can prosecute and deport the foreign nationals. I understand? Because there, it's lagging that side. You know? Secondly, this mind should be like re-demolished. If you pass by president, opposite to the academy, that mind, by that thing, I understand? such that they cannot go there and mine. And equipment, my brother, another thing, one understand. Yeah. You can't expect a JMPD officer like me to go to Zamazamas carrying a 9mm pistol. You get me? Those people carry heavy firearms. Notices. Yeah. And more employment. Uh, bigger to, 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 to those who are employing, like uh, the, the researchers say, the more they employ more officers. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Anonymous. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Anonymous calling us there from Soweto. Uh, let's have a listen at this WhatsApp voice note. Even Oliver, within one year's time, our highways are going to sink. All over, we're going to have sinkholes. I think I've counted 40 sinkholes in Gauteng, Joburg, from Killer Road, Soweto, all over Rodaport, all that. Within one year, our highways are going to sink, and we're not going to have cement, uh, dirt, everything to put down them. That's why I'm going, I'm immigrating again for the second time in over 30 years. I'm going to immigrate. Adios. This is Paulos.
Uh, Oliver, Trevor here from Wheatbank. You know, the brigadier and the rest of the elite of the SAPS are living in comfort. They are sleeping peaceful at night. They've got bodyguards. They've got all sorts of security. And it's not assisting to come and tell us about strategies which have been said over and over again what is how what is so impossible for a joint operation between the subs and the sndf to go to all the places do once and for all something that which will protect ordinary south africans what is so difficult than to always tell us stats and strategies and all this fancy way of dealing with matters ordinary people are in trouble are they not realizing that as law enforcement agencies maybe just a final question uh brigadier to 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 to, to uh respond to is one around uh the interdisciplinary and inter ministerial interdepartmental collaboration is there a joint task team at a ministerial level and at an operational level to make sure that the necessary collaborations uh, are taking place at, uh, at state level to be able to respond to this? That is to say, is there a collaboration with the Department of Home Affairs? Is there a collaboration with uh, the National Defense Force uh, as well as SEPs and other uh, departments involved in, in, in the illegal in the mining space, such as uh, minerals and resources? Uh, to make sure that there's a joint response towards this. You've mentioned that the minister has uh, made out a plea uh, to the government of Lesotho very specifically to intervene in Basotho nationals uh, who are participating in illegal mining, as many of them seem to uh, be uh, the backbone of the illegal mining value chain. Beyond that, what collaboration has been done and how successful has it been? Okay. So we have the National Joint Operational and Intelligence Structure, it's a structure comprising of various government departments, um, and it's got various uh, priority committees. So the structure is led by the SAPS, the SNDF, and the state security agencies. So they are consistently and constantly sitting and um, discussing, um, obviously, issues of interest, especially when it comes to safety and security of our communities in the country. There are various um strategies that they've uh, come up with and operations uh, collectively. And this is an ongoing uh, process that it's an ongoing, um, it's, a, it's a permanent structure that obviously meets time and again when there are um, issues uh, that are pertinent in the country, especially when it comes to uh, safety and security. There is a structure that is dealing with illegal mining. Um, which permanently sits and we have these coordinated operations at a national uh, level. So, um, we, like I've indicated, um, there, is, there are those permanent structures, but where we are now, we are saying um, we need a different approach um, uh, because um, we need to really strengthen our com combating efforts and perhaps even our collaborations. So like I've indicated that the Minister of Police will be engaging, further engaging um, these departments to also step up their efforts in ensuring yeah. um, that, especially the Department of Minerals Resources, to say, um, let us ensure that um, we close down all these uh, holes, these abandoned mine shafts, 
uh, to ensure that um, these illegal mine or, or um, uh, legal miners rather do not have an opportunity uh, to uh, conduct their operations. Night talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. Monday to Thursdays, 10 p.m.